Michigan Wedding Podcast is brought to you by RDS Films and Michaels Entertainment. Well, welcome to the Michigan Wedding Podcast, designed for engaged couples curious to learn more about the people that make up the Michigan wedding industry on a deeper and, and more personal level. Uh, today, we're at the beautiful, beautiful Solitude Links here in Kimball, Michigan, just about an hour north of the Detroit Metro in St. Clair County. Super excited to be here. This is a place with breathtaking views, top-of-the-line staff, and an incredible event manager, Jen, who we're going to be having a great conversation with <laughs> here in just a minute. But first, we're going to open up with uh, our wedding DJ extraordinaire, <laughs> vice president of Michael's Entertainment, Richard Somerset. Thanks, buddy. What's your DJ tip of the day, brother? Hey, today's tip of the day. Let's talk about the cake cutting. Okay. Okay. A common question we get, when's a good time to cut the cake, before or after dinner? The cool thing is both options work pretty well. So maybe you're a couple that enjoys the spotlight and they're looking forward to being like the star of your show on your big night. Along with that, maybe you want the cake cutting to be a special moment just like the rest of them throughout the evening. In cases like that, cutting the cake before dinner might make the most sense. Now, a good way to do it, right after the grand introductions, segue into the cake cutting, all that high energy and all that attention will segue right into the cake cutting. Now, on the flip side of the coin, if you're more of a reserved couple, you're not too big with the attention being on you and you're okay if a few conversations are happening, off to the side as you cut the cake. Cases like that, maybe cutting the cake after dinner might make the most sense. Now, in regards to the actual cake, if it's a cake you maybe spend some money on, you maybe want to show it off a tiny bit, you know, maybe cutting it after dinner might make the most sense for you. Now, if it's more of a celebratory cake and you're doing more so for the tradition aspect of it, cutting it before dinner right when you come in might make the best sense, might be the best option for you, essentially. Either way, both are great options. Just matters on what makes the most sense for the couple. Makes sense. So, so what you're saying, Richard, is if I'm hearing you right, is mm-hmm. if if you're if it's got if it's a big fancy cake and, and you spend a bunch of money on it, you want to show it off. It might make sense to do it after, and, and that's probably why traditionally that was kind of the way it was done in the past. Right. Because it used to be kind of a more common thing where you'd have a. Mm-hmm. Big crazy cake that monkeys are going to jump out of, and <laughs> now they're now they're fake in the back. <laughs> right now they're fake in the back. Those little things. Yeah. Right. Um, it makes sense. Yeah. Do I you do. know? So a lot of times here as a venue, though, mm-hmm. we suggest the cake cutting prior. Only so right after dinner is served, we can take the cake to the back and get it served. So it's the next course. Exactly. So yeah. it works out better for the flow. Great insight. But if people are, you know, a lot of cupcakes. And yep. all the dessert stations now, um, it's great to do it after dinner too, and then there's no rush. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. either way, they both work great. Just more so depends on what fits for the couple. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we, we know everybody's different. Some couples, like Richard was saying, they want that spotlight. You yeah. know, that, and that's that's what they're really looking forward <laughs> yeah. to. So before dinner, you know, you already got everybody's attention. They haven't drank too much yet right (laughs) in most weddings (laughs) depends sometimes they're already half in the bag but (laughs) um so you can kind of you know friends and family now we'd like to draw your attention to the cake table and so everybody that just enjoyed the introductions it makes sense to just 
now we're going to go pay attention to this new thing. Yeah. Exactly. Where if you try to get their attention later on during dinner, mm-hmm. now they're definitely three sheets to the yeah. wind. <laughs> they don't care after dinner and they're not going to pay attention yeah. to exactly. that cake. Exactly. So you might get 20% of the room paying attention. Yep. Conversations continue. Not necessarily a bad thing, especially if you're a couple who maybe is a little afraid of the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Right. So, hey, perfect. Let's do that cake cutting later because you know what? It's not that. So it's, I, think, I think it's a really, really good Good point, Richard. You made to kind of like, hey, if there's no, there's not a black and white answer. Exactly. It's, it depends on on, on you. you. Absolutely. You know? And it saves a photographer a little bit of congestion if it's kind of slid in there, and then people aren't paying like mobbing with their own cameras right, right, <laughs> to take <right>. away. <laughs> That's a good point too. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Well, thank, thanks, guys. Richard. Dude, of course, guys. Yeah. Good stuff, brother. Yeah. Thank you, man. <laughs> Air high five there. <laughs> yeah. The new 2020 high five. Right, right. Uh, are knucks allowed? Maybe uh, air knucks. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right. So, cool, guys. Yeah. So I guess, uh, you know, let's jump into uh, Rocky, man. What, what what do you have prepared for us for the, the video or just general wedding tip of the day? Hey, guys. Happy happy podcast day. <laughs> so excited to be with you guys. Michael's Entertainment, RDS Films. It's always a pleasure teaming up and yeah. super excited for this project. But uh, So my wedding tip of the day is two in one, right? So here's the first cliche one. Don't sweat the small stuff, right? It's cliche, but you got to slow down in the moment. Enjoy the day, right? Yeah. Enjoy the people around you. Enjoy your family. Enjoy those little moments getting ready at the salon at 7 a.m., right? Like just enjoy those moments because before you know it, you're going to be on a cruise or wherever you're at for your honeymoon and you're going to be like, darn, that day went by quick, right? No doubt. And, and a way to enjoy that is to make sure you hire an awesome team, right? And allow time in your timeline for your team to do what they do best. So when you're planning your day, Stuff doesn't always go 10 minutes at a time, right? Always put that 10, 15, even 20 minute buffer in between everything. And that way, that allows your photographer to spend some time with you before you go to the ceremony, getting that last touch up photo. Same with your videographer. Your videographer is going to spend some time in that beautiful window at your mom's house or wherever you're getting ready. Take that time. And throughout the day after your ceremony, you're going to get photos wherever you're getting photos at, right? Build in that time so your photographer can do some setups with you in the bridal party and your videographer can and take the time to do some setups with you guys. So keep that in mind. Don't sweat the small stuff. Build extra time in your day. Even if you think it's not enough time, build more time into it. And so that's my tip of the day for you guys. Awesome, Rocky. I, that's some really good advice. It is. Especially the buffer. Yeah. I always say that when I build my timelines with my couples, I always say 15, you know, hopefully 10, 15 minutes. I know that the timeline's going to run a little bit longer, especially getting ready for grand entrance. If the bustling of the dress doesn't go as yep. planned, that's usually a big one that holds it up. Yes. yes. Way more than anybody would think. Yep. <laughs> Almost always. <laughs> and, and you know what? People don't think about it, but hair and makeup always takes time. And I yeah. always tell my bride and grooms, hair and makeup, Go first. Why? Because if you don't like it, you got the whole morning to fix it. Ooh. Don't go last. All that's the brides want to feel special to go last. Like, oh, I'm going to be the last to get ready in the chair. But usually that's the shortest amount of time from now when you have to leave. Ooh. So if you're first in the chair with hair and makeup, you have the whole morning to absorb if you like it. And then yeah. you have time to fix or touch up whatever you don't like. Yeah. yeah. So keep that in mind, guys. Hey, a little bonus tip yeah. from Rocky. Yeah. Bonus tip, baby. <laughs> and see, that's stuff I, I don't always think of because I'm not always around for that because yeah. a lot of they have that done before they come here. Yep. But we do have brides and grooms that get ready here too because we have the bridal suites. Which is really nice parties. for That's, yeah. that's right. Yeah. It's suited up. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> they come in that. handy for all events. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, Rocky, I appreciate you sharing that, man. And, and um, I think 
you know, like Jim was saying, that's a, that's a, that's a great, you know, some people they're like, Oh, my wedding day, all these ideas I've had since I was a little girl, I want to pack them all into this limited amount of time. And it's like, yeah, maybe we can do that, but just know, you know, if you're, if you're, you see some couples that want to like take clock it to the minute. And it's like, well, if you do that, how are you going to have time to enjoy each of those minutes? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because, you know, it's, you, you, gotta, you, know, you got your mom, you got your dad, you got your best friends, you got your cousins, you got all these people who you've been with your whole life, you know, and you've been looking forward to this. Leave some buffer so you can actually have some fun with those people and create some real memories, you know? So, dude, good stuff, Rocky. Thanks a lot, cheers. man. Yeah, cheers to you. Air cheers. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, and I guess without further ado, what's up, Jen? <laughs> you, you remember when we met a few years back? I do, I do. We were here for Andrea's wedding a couple years ago, and I I um, got to work it. Well, I worked it, but I was actually invited to the wedding, too. Andrea and I were good friends, so it was great to, a great experience to first work with you. Oh, yeah. Andrea and I actually went to college. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, Rochester College. I just went there for a semester. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and then I ended up finishing my degree at Siena Heights online because, you know, it was a lot more convenient yeah. um, at the time. But, yeah, Andrea and I, we, we met, and then, and then um, just kind of keeping in touch on Facebook. Yeah, and Andrea actually worked here. That's how we became friends. Oh, wow. And then, um, obviously, I was honored to get to host her wedding, so yeah. it, it was fun. And then hanging out with you for the day was a joy. We got to make some critiques on oh, some. Yeah. We had two weddings here that day. Right, and so that right before, there was a ceremony just out there in the gazebo. Yeah. Happening shortly before my ser- before Andrew's ceremony, yeah, yeah. So they had a different DJ, obviously. In the yeah, whole. yeah. And I remember we actually right out there <laughs> on the balcony. I, I was like, you know, you got your. I always get butterflies. You know, no matter how many weddings I do, I always. Yeah. Get, and you know, I'm feeling kind of nervous. Like, okay, re- okay, let me watch these guys when they're done. I'm gonna roll out with my little car. Yeah. Getting thinking about where I'm gonna set my. And stuff that's kind of you don't usually get to watch weddings. You usually work the wedding, so you got right. to watch one. <laughs> yeah, we don't. You know, you don't. As a DJ, you don't get to see a lot of your yeah. competition and very then you much. Can critique it. That guy. <laughs> he 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 did. He tried. Yeah. He tried. Isn't it funny to see how unprofessional some DJs are compared to a professional company that brides can pick to go with? I think it's a huge deal when I push that to brides Mm. when I say these are some of our preferred and they work really well with our timelines and they've never let me down. And then, but you are more than welcome to go with a friend or somebody, you know, but you don't always know what you're getting. Right. And obviously we got, so we got to witness one that worked, um, based off the internet <laughs> Spotify I think is what he had used yeah, and I, it's hard yeah. to depend on Re- internet is not always reliable I yeah and it was pretty surprised I mean this is the biggest night of someone's life um and I remember we were watching the first thing I think I was yeah th- when the processional began uh the first couple started walking and then when it switched over to the family and I guess he was supposed to switch to another song mm-hmm there was just silence for like 30, 45 seconds and, and everyone just awkwardly stood there. And like we, we were hundreds of feet away and like no one could see us, but I know we were both just like cringing. Like, yeah, 
you know, like, like, you know, meet the Fockers level, level, like, oh, you know, like I can't handle this. Yeah. Uh, we're like, and then he finally, uh, I didn't, I didn't realize at the time, but yeah, he was streaming and yeah. he was literally downloading the songs as he, he went. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was like, Ooh, that's pretty scary. Yeah. Like, and another thing I think I, I remember is I'll never, he had the speakers set up like right behind the bridal party lined up, up where they stand. And, that's a twofold problem in, in my experience from watching that. Yeah. <laughs> Not only do we have, I think there was a lot of feedback. Mm-hmm. That, so whenever the officiant spoke, it's the high pitched screech. Yeah. You got a speaker next to the microphone. What do you it's expect? It's going to happen. Yep. And also all those beautiful photos. There's speakers in them. And not even pretty speakers yeah. in that case. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're black. Yeah. They're not. Wires they're not hanging. Yeah. Not taped down nice, you know. Yeah. So I was, I mean, that poor couple, I talked. It's hard to be like sometimes to be in my position. Like I can give suggestions and only hope that they kind of follow or I can say this is what works really well here, what flows and only hope they take those suggestions. But some people with like equipment like that too, they're not, they don't have good range on it. Um, so they do have to have their speakers super close, which is unfortunate. So that might've been it. Maybe he just didn't. And he could have for sure. Um, and obviously we only have plugs right there in the gazebo and then we have them under the porch. And a lot of, you know, most people carry extension cords in the proper yeah. equipment that they need. And yeah. if they don't come with all that proper stuff, then they got to work with what they're working with. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, I talked to the guy afterwards because he, he was, I, I was, I was like, you know, I, I'm one of those people that sometimes can't keep his mouth shut. And I was like, hey, buddy. I don't mean to be offensive, but, uh, <laughs> you know, how many weddings have you done? He was like, oh, I've done like half a dozen. I just do, do it for, yeah. you know, to help people out. I'm like, bro, you're not helping people out. <laughs> like, you think you're helping yeah. people out. Like, you know, and he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, do I, you know, just yeah. download those songs ahead of time. Yeah. If you know you need them, like, don't. And that's the hardest part. <laughs> like, I, and I think I've mentioned this to you before. You, you, you. You know, we have a friend. Andrea was your friend. So yeah. she, but you have a professional company. It makes a big difference. I have a friend that has some speakers and he's going to play our music for the day. That's great. But then the guests think it's a reflection on us Ooh. is the hardest part is you no know, whether it's the DJ or um, seating charts. I get hit with that one all the time. Um, photographers, cake, they think that it's on us. Like it's a one-stop shop. Yeah. They think. Yeah. Yeah. It's what the bride and groom have picked. And that's hard sometimes, especially if something's not going right. Right. So it's nice to know preferred vendors. I can put my word behind them and know that it's gonna, it's gonna be hopefully flawless. (laughs) Obviously there's, you know, those buffers we need, but something might be forgotten. A candle might've gotten forgotten to, lit or <laughs> right but some things you know are, are, are not a big deal where other things are like experience i mean that, that poor dj when, when he came in here i remember he something was wrong with his audio and it was just very high pitched and you know andrea and larry and you remember the, we all partied till 1 a.m yeah. or you know until you guys kicked us out <laughs> or the party next door with that friend with the other you yeah know, poor, i'm not yeah. gonna name him but yeah they ended up ending like right after the special dances, everybody emptied yeah. out. And the bride and groom, I saw their faces yeah. and they were like uh, in the hallway and they, they were like distraught. And yeah. I'm thinking, you, you know, you spend all this money on an event, but because you tried to save money in this one category, yeah. 
you pr- I mean, and what blows me away is a DJ can make or break it. Like yeah. if they're not having a good time, they definitely start to leave. And I mean, when we do weddings here at Solitude, we always have everybody on different timelines. Mm-hmm. So like that wedding technically should have been ending at 10 you know, it started to die early. Right. So it does, it does make it or break it, but you you want to make sure you have that crowd to dance to though. For sure. So it's, it's a little bit of both, you yeah. know, because there are some couples that have families that just have a hard time dancing. Yeah. And so you can't necessarily blame yeah. the band or the DJ right. every time. Right. If it's a quiet group, quiet family. Yeah. It's more laid back. Yeah. Quiet. And those will end early too. But if you, and you can have a 50 person wedding and it, they can, they can be the best partiers yeah. in the world. So it's, you, you never don't know. need a big group. And, <laughs> and for me, like when Richard and I talk about it all the time, like some weddings, it's like, okay, as long as there is a tip, a, a, a average decent DJ here, this party was going to rock no matter what. Mm-hmm. But every now and then you do a party where you're like, it's a good thing they hired us. Yeah. You know, it's a good thing they got Richard here or me, you know, because. A lot of brides ask that too. If they ask me, um, you know, who I suggest or, or they'll say, we want a DJ that interacts. Like, who is it? And then I know like my preferred ones. So I can say these people interact. This person does not. So. Yeah. And maybe that's fine. If you got, if you got 20 life of the parties in your bridal party, maybe that's all the interaction your party right. needs. Right. But, Yes, I, I think of it like, you know, every event, there is a way for it to be awesome. Absolutely. And it's kind of up to us as a team and, and when it comes to the partying and dancing in particular, kind of more the DJ yeah. to find, all right, I got this key ring full of rings, full of keys, I mean, <laughs> yeah. which key is going to unlock the potential? Right, right. And sometimes you got to look through a few. You're like, oh, that didn't work. Let me try this. Oh, yeah. me, but, and, but you don't just sit behind the booth and go, oh. It's going to be, I guess it's a lame party. Nothing I can do about it. My hands are tied. No, that's you when you go, try. all right, what am I going to do now? I'm going to whip yeah. out, let me get my bag of tricks out that maybe I haven't yeah. done in a while Yeah, because these folks need it. Yeah. Where, you and know. And you probably work more. So I've done, I've done a couple like Kayla Dean, um, weddings, but you know that they have certain types of music, Indian weddings, stuff like that. The drums they with follow, the Kayla Yeah. That's always fun. In it's, it's. Like some of those weddings, we had one, it was later on last year because we, it was one of our first weddings back in the building that we got to do. And they, um, their do not playlist was Indian music and really? it was a split family. Oh, so, so they kind of ostracized. They half did not the want to play, but so guess who the dancers were? All the, the Indian side. Oh, okay. So then it was hard because he was, the DJ was torn. Like I'm trying to honor like what they requested, but the ones that are actually dancing are the ones that want the Indian music. Ooh. So he did a really good job of like trying to split it, but it's it takes that personality and that that professionalism like you guys have to throw that in there and try to figure out the balance. Thank you. Yeah, because sometimes it's not as easy. Yeah, as when you especially when you have the people that are hiring you at odds with their guests. Yes. Now, thankfully, that's rare because most people realize that you, it's probably not a great idea. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But some couples are like, "This is my wedding." And I get it. It is yeah. their wedding. And, you know, they, you know, yeah. they want it the way they want it. You yeah. know, what's the, what's like the, what, what's like one of the worst horror stories? Let's start. Let's. Oh my gosh. I have so many, Seth. Oh, okay. <laughs> give, give us, give well, us like a like, juicy one. <laughs> a juicy one. <laughs> give us a juicy horror story. <laughs> I guess I don't have like juicy horror. I mean, we like here at Solitude, we try to keep everything 
if if we know something's going to be delayed or something behind or not done correctly, I'm trying to do it behind the scenes. So you're, you're, That's you're, our goal. You're fixing is, stuff as best you can oh, before yeah. it happens. Yes. I mean, and I've done everything from I've run back to the hotel for somebody for stuff that they've forgotten. Wow. We've had forgotten wedding rings. A, I mean, a hero of the day. It, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've had we've had um, the mom not show up like mm. like those things are sad. I've experienced and, that before. Too. Yeah. And you just hu- you hug the groom and you're like, it's OK. <laughs> yeah. Um, in in it is every bride's dream wedding obviously and their dream day they you don't want flaws in it you don't want family arguments in it and i think as a director that's probably the hardest is seeing family conflict Mm. the day of that's the worst um because that throws in a lot of tension and there's a and it's really hard to know how to handle that yes because you know you want to make the bride and groom happy obviously just like you guys do you know you're the ones kind of in control of the room and it's hard if there's already been conflict and yeah. one family's against it and one's not. So thankfully that's rare. It I mean, is. I mean, it is. You've done a thousand weddings or more. So eventually just statistics, you're going to experience it, but yeah, I had my, I had one for the first time. It's now been almost three years. I think um, I really thought the day before I was going to get called off. Really? And like, that's the closest I've ever come to one. Like, Usually there's notice, what, <laughs> you know, a few happened? months before. What happened? That- um, again, a lot of family tension. Just- it was a lot of pressure, a lot of family tension. And it's sad that that's, if the wedding is what's ruining, you have to go back and think about what brought you here in the first place. And maybe a big family wedding is not the ideal because yeah. you're here to please your yourselves the day of the wedding. And... Like brides and, for example, I'm going to throw out another brides and grooms sit and they plan their med- their their menus with me, and they're like, well, what would everybody else like? And I'm like, you are here for your menu. This is what they're going to eat because this is what you picked. Right. You don't have to please 200 people. You're not going to please 200 people. Yeah, like Abraham Lincoln said. Never. You know? <laughs> um, I said I can guarantee you that there's going to be 20 people in this room that don't like your menu, no matter what. Right. And I'll hear about it, and you'll probably hear about it after, but it doesn't yeah. matter. It's your menu. It's right. what you picked because and it's what you want to eat. Well, maybe we shouldn't have that Caesar salad because not everybody likes Caesar. Nope, have it because yeah. there's going to be a lot of people that do like it. Yeah, and if not, <laughs> they can, you know, they can just fill up on the entree. It's yeah, all good. Yeah. yeah, but it is. It's probably family tension is probably one of the biggest ones on the day of that cause horror stories. No, I mean, this is, might be a tough question to answer, and maybe there isn't really a great answer, but... I guess couples out there that maybe are listening to this right now and they are thinking about maybe some people that are mad at each other and their families. Like, I guess what could, what are some things that you could do to try to mitigate the risk of that blowing up at the event? I mean, keep making those people like sit on the opposite side of the room. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Know that everybody's here for them that day. And I think it's just being an adult. Yeah. Like, you know, you should be able to have a conversation and get along with any person in the world. And if you need to zip your lips that day, zip them. Right. Talk to dad beforehand. It's like, yeah, no politics today. This is their day. Don't (laughs) ruin it. And I get asked all the time. I probably shouldn't say this on air, but you know, all about (laughs) (laughs) do you, what about those bridezillas you get? And I honestly, 
more momzillas ever than yeah. bride. Never. Like I could count on one hand I my agree bridezillas. On that one, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it's always moms. moms. It's always Which we moms. we love our moms and we they they're just excited. That's probably why, yeah. you know, they're so pumped up and excited yeah. for their kids, but it is the moms. It is. It's so like I feel bad saying it, but it is momzillas for mm. sure, hands down. They are, and you can usually tell right off the get-go. And I have, like, I have I have amazing couples and amazing parents that oh, come in and start doing their planning and stuff, too. And you can tell the ones that care, and then you can you can tell the ones that are over control. Yeah, and, and you can, and it's the anxiety that mm-hmm. I think that, you know, so it's like, you yeah. know. We, that's like, what we should do every, <laughs> every morning before an event. We should have yoga right. for the bridal party and the vendors and everybody to come in the room yes. and it's yoga. <laughs> yes. It's like, all right, before the ceremony begins, everybody, we're going to ask you to, uh, you know, sun salute. Absolutely. <laughs> Sounds by Michael's Entertainment. <laughs> that's right. Ooh, that could be a new service we could offer, yeah. right? All right. Now we're dog, everybody. <laughs> like, bring those heels down. <laughs> yeah. Breathe in through the nose. There you go. Yeah. Are you taking these tips down since you're now engaged? Are you like uh, absorbing you saw, all you this? You saw that on Facebook. I huh? did. I did. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. I forgot to Thank say you. it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah you know, it's, it is, uh, we're not in a big rush right now. Like we're going to enjoy being engaged for yeah. a while. I think before we start making any big plans. Yeah. Um, but we're definitely taking know taking what. notes. Yoga's definitely, <laughs> especially with my family, because all, all of the things we're talking about. I mean, I love my family. God bless them, but they're gonna need some yoga before the reception. <laughs> <laughs> Wedding morning breakfast and yoga. Yeah, right. Co- yeah, comfort food. Heavy in the comfort. No food. mimosas until yoga is complete. <laughs> right, right. We need to we need to get that marriage license signed before any monkey wrenches are thrown into this thing. You know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, oh, I can't talk about that. That was too recent. Because <laughs> um, we, we made a, you know, we, and as like full disclosure to listeners out there, um, you know, this is the f- fourth podcast that we've, uh, we've done, uh, th- third or fourth. And, you know, we, we, in between the last one and this one, we did a little research mm-hmm. and we saw, okay, what are some other across the nation? What are some other podcasts about, you know, wedding podcasts doing? Mm-hmm. And we noticed that, that we were starting to fall into a trap that some of them were too, which is that just keeping it so squeaky clean and so like, Oh, avoid all potential negative conversations to the point where they're just boring. And actually Rocky was like, Hey, what if, what if we were a little more comfortable just being real and talking about yeah. some of the real stuff? Yeah. And I appreciate you for... for <laughs> yep. it, I've taken it off the script. <laughs> yeah. Take, heck with this thing. <laughs> need it. <laughs> he needs that. Go, go get that, Seth. We're not halfway through the internet the interview yet. <laughs> yeah, I actually do need this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's kind of... It's kinda, more fun to talk about like <laughs> random everything because yeah. it does go... Yeah. Right. It, I mean, um, not going to put anybody under the bus or anything, but uh, you know, that one guy, you know. <laughs> and um, it's funny though, when I talk to my brides and my grooms, they always ask me, you know, what shouldn't we do? You know, what, what did you see in your experience that, you know, maybe we should avoid? Yeah. And so that's why I think it's smart to t- talk about some of these tough questions and tough mm-hmm. scenarios, you know, to, to give transparency to the bride and groom, like, Hey, this is what could happen if you go down this route, yeah. you know, which might not be bad for you for what you're trying to do. Right. Yeah. But you know, here's, here's what we've seen, you let's, know, let's yeah. talk about what, what logically would occur if we do this. Yeah. Right. And, and one of those things that I can think of that a lot of people ask is, you know, like, Hey, um, we sent everybody 
a question. We, we sent everybody, we're thinking about sending all of our guests with their invites a place for them to put their favorite song. We have 250 guests. At which point I say, that's a really sweet idea. And it's like, it sounds nice. Like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, they don't even have to come up to the DJ and ask for a request now. They can all put their song in. But then I, I talk to the couple and I'm like, well, in reality, what happens is you're guaranteeing that majority of the room is going to be offended. Because you didn't get to their song. You got six hours. You play yeah. about 15 songs an hour. You got 250 guests. There's yeah. no way. Even if we ignored all in the moment requests, yeah. even if we ignored the bride and groom's list, even if we never made an intelligent decision in the moment to rock that dance floor right. with that organic mix that you just thought of that you know will work from experience yep. as a DJ, even if we didn't do any of that, we only did the songs on those little slips you're still going to offend yep. half the room because they're not going to yep. get their song. Correct. So I, I tell them, hey, do whatever you want. We're working for you. But it's our humble opinion that maybe you just let guests walk up to the DJ and ask yeah. for those songs. And then they still <laughs> get mad because you might not have time for those either. Well, but at least then you're able to, like, and one of the things we, and when we first started, we had that a little bit more. But since, recently what, what we've kind of established as a policy is when a guest comes up behind the DJ booth. Uh-huh. So let's pretend you're, you're a guest. I'm DJing, okay? What do you, what do you think? Hey, can you play Shania Twain? Exactly. They, 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 they <laughs> can you play this song that they treat you kind of like a jukebox and yeah. it's not their fault because yeah. they just want to get back to party right. and stuff. Right. So w- w- what we do every time is, Hey, I'm Seth. What's your name? We shake their hand. Yeah. I mean, obviously COVID will do an air or whatever. Yeah. Um, keep it, keep it kosher. But, um, when you do that, they introduce themselves and then you're like, Hey, great to meet you. Having fun. How can I help you again? Now they ask for their song and they're talking to a human being. Yeah. And so if you're like, can you trust me to find the right time to play that for you? And they'll be like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Or you can be like, hey, that might be like, that's a song about like breakups and death. Um, <laughs> maybe. Like, but it's a great song to do. It is. To. Oh, it's a great song. I'm with you. And if we were at the bar on a Saturday night, I'd be down. Right. But, you know, thinking about the guests that are out here dancing, you know, what's another song by queen that might be a little bit more you know know, let's do let's do you know yeah um so so it's it's i think the the big the big thing there is that you know be don't let yourself become a jukebox and this i guess is advice to djs out there be a human being and how you become that is you treat people like human beings Mm -hmm. what what happens is djs are are annoyed by the guest asking for a song and so instead of treating that guest like a person so it can be reciprocated yeah. they treat them like an annoyance so the customer's treating them like a jukebox you're treating them like an annoyance yep. and what happens the annoyance feels insulted goes to the bride and goes your dj sucks yep. he offended me and the dj goes man no one appreciates me all you had to do is shake a hand make yeah. a friend made it and make turn treat person like a person be a person absolutely and what we found by doing that, it's amazing marketing. And I, I shouldn't be giving these tips out to the competition <laughs> out there, but, you know, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> no, that makes a lot every, of sense. Every person that comes behind that yeah. booth is an opportunity to make a connection yeah. with that will turn into a future referral. Yeah. And I know the same way you are with, I've seen you with guests and like, they're not asking you for songs, but, you know, <laughs> right. they're asking you for everything else. Oh, I get asked, for, yeah, <laughs> referee um, yeah. for one. Um, even <laughs> photographers, though, I, I had one photographer. This was back, gosh, this was probably in like 2012, 2013. Like it was a while ago. But a photographer was really um, 
not nice. Like mm. not, they're not overly friendly. They're like kind of pushy to the family and everything they were, that was like happening. When they were instructing them. Kinda, yeah. Kind of like, and get the, back in your spot. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Like we need to do this now. You need to come out and we're doing this now. Kind of okay. like very demanding. Drill instructor. Yeah. Okay. And the mom of the bride came to me and she said, can you do something about them? Mm. That's a and tough position like, to be in. I can go have a small conversation, but I do want you to know you hired them. Right. You, you know, when brides and grooms sit down with us, they're interviewing us. Yeah. Can we do the job for them? Absolutely. I want to show that I can do this job for you. Am I a referee? That's really not the hat I want to wear. But right. so I went to the photographer and I just said, when you're trying to get them to do stuff, can you say right now we need to do this first and that, like explain it. Don't bite it. Right, and I think that's that's as a boss as anything. It's your approach. If you can come For to sure. somebody nicely, it goes a long way. So that that was my conversation with the photographer, and it got better throughout the the rest of the evening. We weren't we didn't even start the ceremony yet, so yeah. I was like, "This is already oh how boy. it's going to go." And, and you know what? I bet that's <laughs> part of that cause is not having that buffer time throughout the day. So that photographer started Ooh. panicking and was freaking out, like, "My package is ending at this time, and we don't have enough." Right. So first of all, you want to get a photographer and videographer that's willing to stay that extra half hour to an hour at the end of the package yeah. anyways. Right. Just because. But again, back to that tip, buffer buffer time is so important. So you're not having those moments freaking yeah. out to get those shots before dinner or walking down the aisle and that or was whatever. A, that mm. was exactly it too because the, the photographer's like, she gave me a huge list I need to get through. And if I need to get through it, I need to get through it. And I said, well, it's all about how you get through it. Right. So it Soft, is how, yeah. Yep. Softening statements, everybody. Yes, yes. Approach nicely. <laughs> Can I invite you guys over here? As opposed to, I need everybody over here. Yeah. At this time, we you need know. all of this family right here on this green. And then, and I've had, I have some brides that have it down to a T where they've are, they've been here a few times. She had, she had it planned so that his side of the family did the family picture, pictures on this side of the gazebo on the yard and then her family did over by the waterfall okay so she directed them and said all right you guys are here you guys are there meet us over there Solitude the bride and so groom cool. only <laughs> had to walk to different spots like it was done perfect. so perfect i couldn't have been more happy like it. when she did that and I, I love like just when you're talking you're like yeah the gazebo over here by the lake or over here by the <laughs> waterfall like who can say that like just casually like <laughs> Well, waterfall, gazebo, lake, like right. amazing view. Like, yeah. I mean, it's kind Even of- Even this, look at, you can have a winter wedding. Winter yeah. wonderland. <laughs> I love winter weddings, especially if God bless us, blesses us with snow. Yeah, so. yep. it's so pretty out yes. there. Especially, my favorite is when like it like it rains and then it freezes and there's like oh, the, the, the crystal. It's yeah. like, it's like, that is just breathtaking. Yeah. I can't, I've never seen it out here like that, but I imagine it would be just out of this oh, yeah. world. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and for those winter brides out there, Detroit Public Library allows the whole bridal party to come in if you give them a call ahead of time. So if you're looking for places inside oh, while you're in the city or rustic, whatever, be, or there's always backup plans. You're talking about yeah. for photos? Yeah, yeah, for photos. So don't be afraid of the winter weddings because there's amazing venues and spaces in Michigan mm -hmm. and here where you can take awesome photos and stay warm. Yeah. So people yeah. are afraid of that because like, well, where, where, where are we going to get photos at? You know? Yeah. A lot of times when I do the winter ceremonies here, I try to utilize the room that we're in. It's called the Harmony Hall. It's part of our grand hall that we divide into two rooms. And so to be able to do a ceremony, chapel, 
in one of the halls and then take them over to do the reception and the tranquility side, it gives them a spot for pictures. And even on a rainy day in the summer, you can use the building as a backdrop here. And oh, yeah. Stay under the covered porch or the overhang at the entrance. And it, the lobby has been used multiple times because it's huge with mirrors and everything it's in beautiful. it. beautiful. So, like, those areas have been used a lot for rainy days that we can't do anything. Uh, and as long as the bride and groom are tough, we've done, you know, they walk out to the gazebo with an umbrella and they mm -hmm. still can do a lot inside there too. So there's a lot of backdrop here that you can still use or, you know, people can go down and, and be creative downstairs. And you probably yeah. transitioned this room before, right? So, mm -hmm. and that probably doesn't take your team that long, right? No, people are like, well, what do we do? And I'm like, we'll have those chairs cleared in two minutes. Like, they're like, what? And I'm like, yep. we've got it down to a T. Like, we just know... At this time, if I have to do, like, say I have a team on Butler Pass, I've got four people to go Butler Pass, and all of the other stuff is done. Every Like, you guys grab chairs, we grab tables, we move. Like, right. now. <laughs> and it works. So, and I'm blessed to have the team I have and a lot of returning. Like, obviously, we had a huge break here in 2020 to 2021 with the shutdown. Mm -hmm. And we're used to only having like maybe one or two months that don't have an event um, in the winter off season to going months without them. Mm -hmm. And it's been sad. Um, I'm lonely in my office, <laughs> um, but I miss my staff. Here. I know. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, the, and I'm so blessed that I have re like staff that stays on season by season. And usually, you know, and especially they're here, they know it. They, they live it, breathe it for two or three years yeah. and then they move on. And then now I've got the other ones coming in. So, but, but you have a pretty, like you were saying, since we've been coming here, I see a lot of the same people. Mm -hmm. So you've, you've, you do. you've established a culture where people don't want to leave. <laughs> I try. And that, you know, that I take that as a huge compliment because I've had a couple other vendors say that to me too. They're like, we, we like coming here because we see familiar faces. Mm -hmm. When you go to some other venues and it's every weekend to a different, like you don't know who your contact person is or what's going on. And it does make a big difference. And I do like one of my biggest things I get in reviews from brides on the knot and wedding wire. They're like the staff, the mm -hmm. staff. And I love when my staff is included in that review because it makes me feel like they've they're amazing they are amazing and i just they've done their job i can impress brides and grooms and parents all day long in my office with the planning and doing everything we're doing but the day of it's all on them like my staff has to then step up and be the the people for the 200 guests that yeah. are here and they do a phenomenal job in my, uh, I don't, I think you got to witness it. Um, but my staff loves to dance. Oh yeah. So they We're are always on the dance out there floor. For the wobble, you know, absolutely. <laughs> that will get all, they'll drop their trays in the kitchen and they're out yeah. on the floor. And I'm like, what just happened? You know, as a videographer, that makes all the difference for trying to get dance footage at the end of the night, because you have so many stiff people that sometimes don't want to dance because that's, I'm like that sometimes at events. I'm just, I'm not the first person to go out sometimes. So when you have your yeah. crew yeah. kind of loose with everybody else yeah. in the room, you naturally feel more loose. It's like, yeah. well, they're working and they're acting like this. Yeah. I'm feeling good now. All yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I have so many pictures that photographers have shared with me of my staff on the dance floor. And then I just kind of send it off to all of them so they can share it. But they love to dance and they, I love it when they're, they get to be a big part of it and especially in those reviews. So, and you can, and that's, that's a testimony to your leadership style 
because you know there's definitely venues where it's against the rules for the staff. To I do hope it. it's not unprofessional, but they love it. Oh, oh, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe it's unprofessional. Right, Maybe I shouldn't let them do it. Well, no, no. I, I think <laughs> at the right time of the night, you know, when when the, when it's it adds to the experience. Mm-hmm. It shows that it's real people here that yeah. are actually enjoying the moment yes. too. You know, they're not like untucking their shirts yeah, and putting the no. tie on their head and spinning their throwing shirt. stuff up in the chandeliers. Right, yeah. like yeah, they're, but getting out there and doing a little bit of the wobble or a yeah. little cupid shuffle or whatever, you know, it's for a moment. It's 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 refreshing and yeah. it shows that wow. Not only do you have a leadership style that keeps your ship like a tight ship, yeah. Like no, you know, th- things aren't going wrong. Like it's not like loosey goosey to the point where you you got you, you're running a good show. But at the same time, there's a, 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 some breathing room that you're. Yes. And so it's kind of a cool, it's, it's cool how you've been able to achieve that balance, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm an, a lot of, so I hire from age 16 to, I, I think my, my, I shouldn't say oldest. I'm probably the oldest, um, is in her thirties. So, well, no, I've got a couple bartenders that are older too. So I've got 40, 50 year olds working for me too. The kitchen staff's older too. Um, so we have a huge range and I think that makes a big difference and everybody still flows together as a staff and, um, they, they take the new ones under their wings and kind of show them like around and the, the cheat spots and like everything else too. But I, and we do a training about every, every, about twice a year where I do a big meeting and I make sure they can handle the trays and we're plated here at solitude or at least for 90% of our meals. And then we have, we have buffet options or family style in stations, walking, strolling stations as options too. But our, our trays are heavy. Mm-hmm. So when we do our training, I kind of try to make it fun. I'm like, all right, we're doing a relay. <laughs> oh, cool. Who can carry 10 and get to this end <laughs> and who can carry, you know, what's your number? Right. Cause those plates with covers on them are not, if anybody's ever been in hospitality, they're not light. Right. I, yeah. and I have a bad back and I, when I, so I started here in 20, I think 2011. And was, and was um, this your first, was this your first wedding venue that you worked at? So my um, former in-laws own a golf course in a small banquet room. Okay. And I got to, like, the weddings were not as elaborate as they are here. Um, but I loved doing the banquet portion of working there with them. And so when I came here, it was Four Lakes. And um, started, I, the, the owner, um, they knew my background and I got hired, um, I did serving for a couple months and then I got moved right up to a floor captain and I loved getting to do the floor captain. And then I moved into kind of helping her in the office to her assistant. Well then, um, four lakes was for sale and my, our owner now, Paul Deanna and his wife, Debbie bought it in March of 2013. Oh, okay. So when they purchased it, I got to come on full time as Kathy's assistant and work here and I quit. I worked at a bank for 12 years Oh, and only like on weekends and stuff did my in-laws golf course. So I did some of everything there from in the kitchen to bartending, to banquets, to running a beer cart, to knowing like some of the base of this. Right. And so when I got to be the assistant, I got to learn a lot more because then I got to start meeting with brides and grooms and seeing that, 
that end of it. I wasn't just doing the day of. And handling the consultations and the tours. Yes. I got to start selling the weddings and meeting them and planning menus and planning the setup details. The design. Yes. All the behind the scenes stuff that you don't see the day of. And fell in love with it. And so Kathy retired and um, I had done another quick um, stint of I was not I had I had left for a little bit and I got asked to come back and um, we kind of revamped our selling point at that point when I got asked to come back and it was that's when I felt like I really got to dig into it because I got to be part of the planning for like the new packages and how we were going to roll them out and then it was it was like a learning the selling of it a lot more in depth. And I've just been in love with it since. And I love meeting with the couples more than anything. You're so good at it. You got such a bubbly personality. I've had a couple complaints sometimes and I'm like, did I just like have a bad quiet day? Because I am usually like upbeat, but... um, I don't believe it. There must (laughs) be something wrong with them. That's what I think. (laughs) They're the same, but I... Like like I said just a couple minutes ago, I... You're interviewing me to work for you the day of your wedding. And we have to now work together for the next six months or two years. Yeah, especially nowadays because of how far people are booking things out. I'm starting to get inquiries for 2023 right now. Really? And we are. Oh, I've had a man. good handful of ones, which are kind of smart. Like It makes sense. 2023, this pandemic, hopefully will be well into our history. <laughs> yeah. And and because, I mean, I believe, I believe that this, we're going to have our summer, you know, and, and I hope so. And, but, but even that being said, there's just no availability. I, mean, I, I was looking on, on your website. You actually list the dates that you have available and it wasn't very many. We don't. We, and I have room for like some small stuff. And that's why I didn't even put like, he's like, do you want to give me 2022 dates? And I said, no, they're kind of going too fast right now. Like as we're booking, obviously it's engagement season, you know, kind of the holidays through Valentine's day. And it's my biggest booking time. Same. Are the the next like three months. January, February, March. Yeah, absolutely. And so to have the dates on the website are convenient in, I think it's wedding wire too. I can put in, I can go in and I can block them off. Mm Mm-hmm. And not everybody even looks at it. Yeah. But we still and that, have... And it can change before you have a chance. So you can't like... Right. You can't take it to the bank. No. But it's, it gives you an idea. Yeah. In how fast inquiries keep coming in, they're like, do you have this date available? And obviously, there's only so many Saturdays in a year. And if you have 10 leads for one date, it's like, yeah, we're yeah. available now, but that could yep. change And that's exactly what minutes. I... Yeah. But that's exactly <laughs> how my some of my emails have been going back out. And I'm like, as of right now, it's open. So the faster you come in and book yeah. your... Especially Saturdays. Everybody wants a Saturday, but there are so many good benefits for Fridays and Sundays. Sure. But, but I get it. Yeah. You know, Saturdays, yeah. most people have the whole day off, especially yes. and especially if you have folks from out of town coming in. Yeah. Because they can fly up the night before, don't have to take work off. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And we've even started to do, I a couple of years ago, I had done one, I think it was a Tuesday or a Wednesday. They picked it for the date. Like the date mattered to them. Oh, wow. So in, that was probably one of the best laid back weddings we had. Because yeah. on a Saturday, everything here, I like if I can, if I have multiple events going on, like we're trying to keep them structured and going. And if you book on a weekday or you book on a Sunday, a lot of times I can give you the space and I can give you the flexibility and you can have both bridal suites yeah, and you can have, like, and there, there's so much flexibility. And there's just no competition. So, I mean, we, we've had some Thursdays, 
you know, yeah. we've had, so, we've had a couple Tuesdays and Wednesdays yeah. and thinking, man, you know, I could, I could do more of these, you know, yeah. seven days a week weddings, right. bring it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's not all stressed on one day. <laughs> right. Right. I spend a lot of like Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, not sleeping because I'm already tensed up for the whole thing. I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. I do miss that feeling. You know, R- Richard, we'll talk at the end. We'll talk to Richard because Richard actually got to do a gig recently. Uh, it's been months since I've gotten to do one. So, <laughs> son of a gun. <laughs> so jealous. But he, but, I'm uh, trying to think when our last one was. It was definitely mid-October, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like it's so weird. It's not like right. like the wedding industry just shut down. After <laughs> so is, many years of doing, yeah. eat, eat, breathing, and sleeping yep. seven days. I mean, because in our industry, especially the, now that you, you know the past decade, you've been yeah. helping with running sales as well. Yeah. You never seven days a week. It's not just the day of the wedding. No. You know, if you got a hundred couples in the books, yep. that's a hundred people that you gotta meet with. And are, and throughout the year they're like, Ooh, I just thought about this crazy idea. Can yep. you calm my anxiety real quick? Yep. And you're like, Hush, hush. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> right. It's okay. It is. And it's funny, like and I know other venues probably run different structures and stuff, but here at Solitude, I'm the event director. I do have an assistant under me, but she is part time. And obviously this season, um, so she is laid off. Our chef is laid off. Like we have no events right now that yeah. are keeping us, you know here so i'm here to answer emails and stuff so i'm running my one-man show this giant place and i know you're the, you're the king of the well, castle our assistant is... general manager is here every day too oh, okay but i do saturdays and i get like when everybody wants to set up tours they're like well do you do sundays and i'm like i really want to try to just work six days a week not seven right because me... already the summer i'm going to put in like 80 so oh, let yeah. me try to Take um, advantage of a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and know. I don't want to like send the email being like, "Oh my god, I need a day out." Like, I don't want to sound like I'm whining, right? And <laughs> and obviously, I mean, even for this podcast, I mean, you were you were like, "I could do Sunday," and I'm like, "No, nah, we don't. We can do it too." You know, yeah. so you're, obviously you're flexible, yes. but I do understand wanting a day off a yeah. week. That's and I I human, live 20 you know? minutes away, so it's not bad. And I and if I've already met with a bride and groom or like it's the only day they can do it, I will definitely come in and meet yeah, them. Yeah. I try really hard to get them to do a Monday through a Saturday if I can. Right. In Saturdays, I'm only, I try to, especially event days, because I want to be flexible as a bridal party comes in and stuff starts getting delivered. I want to free myself up. So on Saturday mornings, I only schedule myself from like 9 a.m. to usually noon if I have to do a planning meeting or a tour. So that's like, what, three, four maybe appointments yeah. that I get in on a Saturday morning. And it's all back to back, which kind of makes it That's a busy morning. Yeah. Yes. And then I start to get like all the deliveries and all the stuff. And usually my crew is here because they're doing setups and right. stuff. So I do have, you know, a right hand person that that can do some running for me. But it is it's a it's a big job. <laughs> Speaking of all the time we've had off recently, um I guess like looking on the bright side of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> which is not easy to do, but I'm gonna try. Yeah. Like is there anything you've done personally or professionally in the past year that maybe you wouldn't have been able to if it wasn't for the situation? I I've cooked a lot more. Um Ooh. at home. Like like what? I, What's a favorite dish? I just so one of my couples that just left here this morning I did some planning with. I'm really getting into like spaghetti squash and a lot of vegetable stuff only spaghetti squash so like like uh squash that's been cut into noodles kind of thing no so (laughs) i'm gonna widen (laughs) your palate here please do yeah so the spaghetti squash is a yellow a yellow squash 
Okay. And it shreds. So it looks like spaghetti. That's where oh. it gets its name from. But it's really shredded. I squash. think I've seen that at Costco. My, my girlfriend made that have. for me like a month ago, and I, I wasn't a fan of you it. You weren't? Oh, okay. uh-huh. She really loved it. Well, she makes it now like every couple weeks. Well, you're more I of a obsessed. meat. I love it. Yeah. Rocky's more of a meat and potatoes kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even more meat. Yeah. Only meat. <laughs> right. That is my, those are my boys. I've got three kids, and my boys are meat and potatoes. They're like, can we have shrimp or potatoes or steak? Yeah, yeah, every night that's expensive, buddy. Little, so no, we can't. Your little We're carnivores, some vegetables. <laughs> right? Yeah. So good fiber intake. You need it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but we like making. Um, I call it hibachi at home, but obviously it's still kind of stir fry. Mm-hmm. But um, we we make that quite a bit, and then ramen bowls and stuff like that. Yeah. So. But so I guess I guess speaking of family, I, I saw. Recently, you had got a new member of the family, a little, we uh, did. Our, little our little black, black Millie. She's so cute. Little one. Young. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. She's, she's seven and a half weeks old. Oh, wow. Um, so we got to pick her up this weekend and, um, gosh, you kind of forget puppy stage. We had to put my dog Wally. He was 11, um, down this past summer and it was hard. Mm, so, sorry. so being out of the puppy stage for a couple of years has been, um, so she's kind of, whiny and she cries at your feet and i'm like oh i need to pick her up and as soon as you pick her up she stops crying i'm like oh, this, this is like a baby yeah oh that's so sweet yeah our, our dogs on the like i was we were talking to todd over at the meeting house about two hours southwest of here mm-hmm. um and he had got him and his family had gotten a new puppy too and i was telling him our our dogs on the other side of things you know maggie she's 17 uh-huh. so it's hard when you they get up to those ages. Yeah. It was heartbreaking. To, mm. Like I, when I was in high school, we had our dog Abby, and she ran away and passed away. And mm. Jason found her and brought her home and buried her. Um, that's a, I heard that's so a com- like that's a common natural. thing they do because yeah. they don't want to. It's they want to be away from the. Yeah. They don't want to yes. pass away in the midst of their family. Yes. You know? And then one dog we had we had to take to the pound. He was super aggressive. Mm. Um, so having that bond with Wally and having to put him down was the worst. So even worse, the day I had to put him down, I had the bridal tasting going on here and I had to come back to work and pretend that you're and pretend that I was okay. And it was a rough evening. That's so sad. (laughs) Yeah. The the closest thing I can think of was I, there was a neighbor that lived across the street when I was a little kid. My mom Mm -hmm. always had her babysit me, you know, and then Miss Lillian, Papa Ben was her husband, but he had passed a few years back, um, but I was about to DJ a wedding, um, and I was the introductions were just about to happen. You know, co- cocktail hour was finishing up, and I looked down at my phone, and I get a text from my mom that Miss Lillian had passed. And like, don't tell me it worked. I was like, I was, and I, I just, um, but you know, I spent, I, I, hit, I sat down, but good thing we have a little facade that kind of protects it. Cause I, I sat down and kind of sobbed for a minute, like behind my booth, and then I was like. I, you know, the show must go on. I got up and I know, sucked my that's... tears in and did the introductions and the adrenaline rush kind of kept me from, but then after the introductions were over, you know, during dinner, I took another minute just to be like, you know, cause you know, it's, you have to do your job. Right. No matter what you're And you're, you're on stage. <laughs> right. I mean, there's no excuse, but at the same time, it's sometimes it can be hard. Yeah. Tell, tell the listeners one thing that you would want them to know about this venue. I know there's a lot. But if there's one thing, like a highlight or something, or inside baseball, you'd give them about this venue, what would it be? I would say that I don't want to sound cheesy and say you get what you pay for, but 
in St. Clair County, you get compared a lot to the different venues that are in St. Clair County. And I, when they start traveling around and they're like, well, you're really high priced. And I don't think we are compared to, obviously, if they're coming up from Macomb County and stuff, we're great priced. Um, but for St. Clair County or Santa Lake County, we are a little bit higher. Um, but you do get an event director for the day. And you're not just said, like, being told, here, here's your wall, or your, your hall for the day right. set up. Um, here you go. Like, I'm here. I'm going to help. I'm going to, we're going to orchestrate all of this together. And I think that's big. Um, it's hard to, it's, that's a hard yeah, question no. because well, there's so much. But there's a lot of venues that don't provide exactly that. So that's a, that's a huge difference maker when, when planning a day. And, and it's not just a, a space and four walls. Right. It's a beautiful space with awesome help, you know, at the helm here yeah. to help you, which I think is amazing. Yeah. And you get so, like, it's not just a banquet hall where you're in the dark for four to six hours. You're in a space where you have a huge balcony and you can go in and you can go out and you can have, like, a lot of atmosphere here. And, you know, you roll that in with some great DJs and, you know, yeah, and you have a great party. We added the outdoor balcony or outdoor bar to our balcony space. A couple, I noticed that. A couple, I think this is going to be our third season that okay. we have it as an offer. But I've started to realize that it can ruin a party too. Well, so it, it, it breaks people apart. One goes it, absolutely. So you have, a, say it's a small party of 150, mm-hmm. and now you're, your bar, you have an amazing night. Everybody's out at the fire pits, which is super fun. But now you've got 50 people out here and 50 people in the room or 75. and It takes away the intimacy. Right. It does. Know, but it I've, does. Seen, I've seen Seth work on this situation before, and he put a speaker out there on one of those events. And there was a whole other dance floor out on the, the and porch. And I joked, I just cool. joked about that with a bride. I'm I like, we should have put yeah. the dance floor out there to, like, at one end. At least then we have the dancing out there. Well, well what you could, what the DJs could, you know, I guess. Obviously, a, a, a customer is going to decide whether or not that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And some couples may think, hey, you know, I've got a bunch of smokers and whatnot. Yeah. And I'd like them to have a place where they can chill. And, you know, yeah. they're going to be outside either way. So instead of having them out in the parking lot, let's right. have them out right here. Yeah. So with the, with the right family, you know, it, it's, it's, it is what it is, right? Yeah. But what, you, what the DJ could do is daisy chain mm-hmm. out of his sound system into a third speaker mm-hmm. and... Uh, Keep the door cracked for a little bit for a wire to get out. Yeah, you know, and then he and then you can have the same music out there as you hear in here. Yeah, and then it's like a surround sound experience. So there's ways of bringing it together, mm-hmm. but we've had another DJ do that too. For it was, I think it was only been done like once where we had the, the a speaker out there. Okay, it was kind of off in the corner so that you could still hear, especially if an announcement was made, because right. um, people were out there for cocktail hour and then came in. Yeah. But yeah, it's, but, but it's cool to have the customization and the options because yeah. it's not for everybody, and you can be honest and like you said, you're you're not going to tell them, oh, the, pay extra and set up the second no. bar. You're like, well, here are some considerations yeah. if you decide to go if this route. If you're 150, yeah. 200 plus, it's great. Yeah. If 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 you're, you're going to have a packed small, room either way. Yeah. Yeah. If you're super small, you might not want to add it. Yeah. For <laughs> hey, sure. Another Don't thing tell I wanna, my boss I said that. Another <laughs> thing I want to bring up real quick before we before we let you go is. One thing I've noticed about this venue is it's very private. It's very intimate. Some venues yeah, that we experience, some golf here. courses, <laughs> you know, or you're on a lake and you have like kids on jet skis. 
oh. playing around and you don't realize that they're just 16 year olds on jet skis but your ceremony's at 1 p.m and they're out on the lake on these jet skis and you have no control to get them away here right. you got complete control with the land yeah. you know it's really nice and i think that's something to mention yeah for, for we always structure about that too i get asked that a lot when they're like well this is a golf course is the golf course closed down for your ceremonies and i'm like no it's a public golf course yeah, we stay right. playing but we don't have them necessarily tee off on number one. And they're far enough away that uh, yeah. I've n- out of all the weddings we've done Same. here, I've never experienced it a detrimental no, effect. No, you would never no. know. It's Did always it? water sports is what I've noticed come into play for weddings, you know, boats and jet skis. Yeah. Showing off. Yeah. Yep. Like, ooh, there's a wedding. Yeah. Let me do this crazy this. thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. There's a whole, there's an audience. Right. I I do have a horror story to share from this Let's summer, okay. 2020. You know, we got booted outside. So we accommodated with tents and stuff. It was hard to share the space with golfers. Mm. Um, I have a whole new like mindset for how they are. <laughs> um, I, I'll keep those to myself. But for instance, when we have barriers up and stuff to block it, mm-hmm. Don't drive around the barriers. <laughs> oh boy! Why would you? Why would you even think that that's okay? Yeah. Oh. And they're like, "Well, we wanted to get closer to the grill." I'm Same. like, "You can't get off your cart and walk five feet." Right. Like it's those moments. Right. And I was like, you're "Like, have a little consideration, guys." Yes. You know? It was. It was hard this summer. This past summer, sharing the hey, space. So you golfers listening out there, take yeah. notes. Yeah. <laughs> Respect <laughs> the weddings and other events going on. Play nice, guys. Yeah. Yes. But, Those carts can't go everywhere. But it, and it, but it was last. I mean, last year, that was something that it was. It was very cool. I look at the the fact that you were able to accommodate that you didn't have to cancel the event. That you could say, well, let's take it outside. We purchased a tent. Yeah. We're gonna, you know, move heaven and earth. Yeah. To make sure that we can fulfill the commitment we made yeah. to our customers. The fact that you did that is awesome. Yeah. My uh, boss was very, he was very on top of all of the, the the restrictions that we were going on. And he said, let's do this, this, and this. And I mean, we, we butted heads a few times on ideas mm-hmm. for flow of yeah. things. Cause I know it and he doesn't the best. Um, <laughs> but like for, for the most part, it worked out really well. And it, the hardest part was the brides that were, you know, planned 200, 300 people that those ones we couldn't have. You had to whittle it down. And, mm-hmm. and they either had to change their guest count or we postponed it. or we gave refunds for, um, if we could not hold their amount. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, it's been a fun conversation <laughs> and, uh, you know, we got into some really cool stuff. I think this is going to be a really entertaining podcast, you know, and, uh, I think uh, you should have taken notes for your wedding. Oh, I, I, <laughs> well, now you have it recorded. I got it recorded. I'm, right. <laughs> I'll take notes when I watch it next time. Um, but yeah, it's been really, really cool to hang out with you. And yeah, it's been fun. Thank you so much for taking the time. You know, uh, what you got I'm going excited. on for the rest of the day? Anything fun? I have one more appointment this afternoon and it's kind of quiet here today. So the snow kind of changed some plans, but I've got tomorrow's a busy day too, and we have a food rep here, so oh, we've okay. got a little bit busyness tomorrow. But the weeks are like this week's kind of busy, and then I kind of go quiet again. So it's off season. I don't even. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird. Roll with it, rock with it. Yep. Yeah. On days that if I'm done early, I'm going home. Like it, it works out good because I'll make up those hours in the summer. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Thanks again for taking the time, and uh, yeah, I guess we'll. We'll wrap up with um, Richard and, and talk about some uh, some. Actually, I want to talk about your last wedding. You son yeah, of a gun! Let's hear about your last. <laughs> let's hear about your last wedding before we let you go. Yeah, yeah it was ma- it was magical, guys. So it was at the Royal Park Hotel, right? 
and small micro weddings. So like 15, 20 yep. people, just immediate family, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. You walk outside, it's a walk outside in the tent. Each family has like their own personal igloo. Like a bubble. Yeah, like imagine like, Bubble Boy, but for yeah. the whole table. I saw <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, it was pretty sweet. your live videos. Uh, yeah. And the cool thing with it, so each tent had its like own or bubble, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Had its own personal heater inside uh-huh. as well. So everyone was staying nice and cozy and warm inside there. Then the main tent also had a heat. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? For, have, uh, the torpedo heaters? Yeah, or the, yeah, okay. yeah, one of those yeah. things. Just pumping heat. The whole time as well and it was like a winter wonderland and let me tell you doing a wedding after not doing one for months feels amazing uh, you yeah. know the next day i was feeling like superman you know yeah i know yeah. i miss that feeling yeah. you know when you do especially when you do like a friday I mean, obviously doing one at all is great it was awesome, but, but yeah. i remember like you know all those weekends i took for granted when i would do yeah. like a friday saturday sunday wedding and then how you feel on monday is just like amazing so fulfilled you're right. like man i the biggest party anybody's ever going to throw in their life. I just rocked three of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a good feeling. And I know? kept telling the fam, like, hey, th- thank you guys so much. Because originally their date was supposed to happen this past weekend. Another mm-hmm. actual wedding going to happen in July. They I split believe. the date. Yeah. Yep. I had a lot do that. Yep. And I was like, hey, thank you guys so much for doing this. Yeah. Just because it, it brings me sanity. Because yeah. <laughs> I haven't done this in so long. And just being back in my element yeah it was just an awesome feeling and yeah you know this being mm. a social person being yeah. cooked up inside can make you go crazy time it does yeah. <laughs> how have you guys handled that with the like the brides and grooms that did do like something small and then they need you again like are are you doing that or discounting it or well, ba- including it we would basically charge them an additional at that point you, you know it's, two, it's two days yeah. two events okay. so we'll we charge them a a, a smaller short day fee that we mm-hmm. normally wouldn't even make available. Yeah. Normally it would be below our minimum. Yeah. But you know, uh, we'll, it's for a couple hours. Like that event was like, yeah. I mean, it's just an opportunity to work again. And you probably like, didn't you know. do like a big setup. Like, yeah. So what happened? Well, we had like our main setup still, of mm-hmm. course. Um, again, 15, 20 people. So nothing right. crazy. Obviously we couldn't dance. So they had the small casual introductions into the mm-hmm. room. So no dance floor lighting. Cause mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. Middle right. of the day. No one's dancing. Right. 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 So and, a little uh, simpler setup. Yeah. Yeah. But you still set up a third speaker. Like, no. So we had just plain two speakers. Oh, did up. you? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought yeah, I said three, yeah. but yeah. So did you guys still let them do their first dance? Yeah. So okay. we had like the little That's small what we introductions, were yeah. cake cutting, first dance speeches. It was honestly, it was nice. Super mm-hmm. intimate. Uh, everyone was pretty emotional just because, you yeah. know, we haven't experienced celebrating love in what? Months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I've been one of the fortunate ones because I'm a videographer. So people are still doing what we, what we call micro weddings now. So you've been yeah. busier than, than I've us. Been, I've been very fortunate. It's like this past Saturday we were at uh, St. Saint, Saint Mary's Catholic Church in Royal Oak. Awesome. And beautiful church. And it was just like like you were saying earlier, that energy. There's something about that love and that energy in the room when you're Pent at these up. events. Yeah. Right. Oh, my goodness. And, and, and the church only allowed, what, like 20 people in there. And there was still so much emotion right. and um, it's been really, really interesting seeing these micro weddings and still seeing those special moments happen. They're still special. Yeah, and exactly. I always tell my bride yeah. and grooms this, don't forget that. Like this is still a magical moment yeah. and, and don't let what the heck's going on in the world ruin that right. moment. Mm-hmm. It's still special. Mm-hmm. When we got to open back up. So when we were all shut down last, like March through yeah. May last year, um, our first wedding we got to do was, 6 2020 okay and my bride like had picked that date like two years ago i'd worked with her she 
held on with me right up till um eight days before the wedding and we got the okay that we could open and so at that time you know the world's adjusting we still got to come inside so we were still inside for that wedding and the shuttle picked him up dropped him off the door and people were just coming in and I was I was nervous because how's this gonna go we didn't like it's gonna be our first event Mm -hmm. we had to line everybody up check them in like we took temperatures just to kind of be the thing um and everybody was like this is fine this is great we're so excited to be here and I was expecting the worst and every single guest was like just like this is awesome you guys yeah, are great right. like ever so compliment like they just loved being out again right. they were so thankful and, and my yes big, and my big prediction for like when things go back to normal so hopefully this summer we are probably gonna or have spring yeah spring <laughs> we got a lot of spring events <laughs> no, we start april 3rd too and oh, we're booked yeah. solid yeah. same same here my prediction we're probably gonna have the best weddings we've ever had oh yeah. people want parties yeah i think it's gonna be probably the best season and they're not going to be com- and people aren't going to be sitting around saying oh it's too cold it's too hot oh my salad they're going to be like <laughs> you know the stupid things people can complain they get to about eat out again they're right like, exactly <laughs> i think people are going to realize how thankful yep. honestly we should have been since day one yep. because yeah. hey we are we are in- take a lot for granted in this world we, we live do. In. yeah, yeah. We, we do got, i mean think about what our ancestors had to go through mm-hmm. you know yep. thousand you know a hundred years ago, let alone a thousand years ago, yep. like in the infinity of time and space, this podcast is going on. And we're talking <laughs> about this now, but like th- in this little world, you know, a little piece of time we live on together on this mm-hmm. earth. I mean, despite all the challenges, like everything, our everything that we ha- that we take for granted for, you know. I think you're, yep. I think you're right, Richard. Yeah. I think yeah. next year people are going to be like, I hope so. I hope they're yeah. more blessed. And I, t- I've told so many brides and grooms. I said. Getting invited to a wedding is a privilege anyways, because I mean, the cost of weddings is For expensive. Sure. Right. So now even more, like you got invited to a wedding, you're elect, like you got picked to be one of the hundred people that we can have now, Right. right. you know, and I think people like it is a blessing yeah. and us getting to now we're enjoying our jobs because we get to come to work and exactly. we get to do stuff. So right before the shutdown we made sure we went out to dinner again like in person like to a table and tipped great that night because i'm like knowing the hospitality business it was devastating to Mm -hmm. know that here comes christmas and here comes everything your busiest part and you're now just got shut off like so i hope that everybody is more appreciative of people I think people will be because I think, like you said, Rocky, everyone took things for granted mm-hmm. before we shut down. And now when we can actually go back out and smile at each other and act. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Not, Not just with our eyes. Like, <laughs> right. Hey, right. I, that's another thing. Like, I mean, obviously I understand the precautions that we're taking and I'm not pushing back against that. But, you know, the fact that, that we haven't been able to smile at mm-hmm. each other. Like, I remember. That's part of hospitality. Right. Yeah, I remember like back in the day, go to the grocery store, you know. Just walking mm. around, he'd smile at a couple of people and just, yeah. it just felt good, you know, just, you never even talked to mm-hmm. him, but just like human beings that you're around, it just, and then now it's like, I don't want to look at them because they'll think I'm glaring because they can't see, <laughs> right. you know, right. so you just avoid eye contact and you just, you feel lonelier just in general yeah. and yeah. the interpersonal connections have been, so yeah, I can't wait till we beat this virus. Obviously the vaccines are going to help accomplish that and yeah. we can get back to 
the life we used to take for granted. Right, right. right. You know? We're not going to complain about our long weekends anymore. We're right. all going to be like... <laughs> I have three weddings? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> our 2021 is crazy with... We've got three or four events each weekend because I picked up a lot of Sundays. Same here. Yeah. So we've so got if a lot of So if somebody's really interested in this place, how can they get a hold of you? Where do they go if they want to book the place or just look at it what do they have to do so solitudelinksgolf.com puts you right on our website on our website we have a virtual tour we have our bridal guide we have um, some of our available dates on there you can then submit into myself it comes to events at solitudelinks.com it's an email to me with an inquiry for your date or guest size Mm -hmm. And the best advice I can give to a bride is be flexible on your date. Mm-hmm. Or if you know that you're set on a date, be prepared to look at a lot of Back places because yeah. you you are going to get devastated, especially if it's a number sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll respond. I can call and we can set up a, a, a visit. Um, when you come in, I'll show you the venue. I give everybody our bridal guide, has our packages and everything in it. And then um, hopefully you want to set up that tour and we book your wedding, but <laughs> we're not, you know, everybody. It's hard. I think the most things I hear when they don't book is because I've already have their date booked and it like their yeah. heart was set on something, yeah. which is the hardest. Um, or it's a location. Like yeah. I, I get a lot of people from Macomb County up here and then they're like, maybe it's just a little too far. We loved it, but it's a little too far. So, mm-hmm. and that's okay. But I, I, I kind of, I, I mean, we're up North people. My fiance grew up up North and uh, so we're always heading up there and there's a feel yeah. that you get when you, and this, and you get yeah. that up North feel here. Yeah, you, do. you have yeah. to wood and the trees and everything around you and we have great color pretty much every single month of the year november is a little dreary um without the color snow adds some pop to it mm-hmm. um if we can get a snowy one but it's great for like the pictures oh, the yeah. pictures are yeah. everything those That's are awesome. your memories yeah. <laughs> your videos yep. your pictures yep. well, it's, so. well i appreciate you so much it's been awesome thanks for being thanks on for having me yeah mission, it's been so fun it's been a blast and <laughs> Rocky and Richard, you guys did fantastic. Yeah, man, it's and always a pleasure, brother. Yeah. yeah, appreciate you. And thanks to everybody who tuned in to the Michigan Wedding Podcast once again. Uh, like and subscribe if you're curious to learn more about Jen and Solitude Links. Make sure you hop on their website. They got a sweet virtual tour you can take to you know get an idea of how it all looks. And then, like Jen said, come on in and um, you know see it in person because you you really can't beat the in person. Yeah. I have a lot of brides that'll look at, they'll do the tour on the virtual tour and then they'll come in and they're like, oh, it's way bigger in Mm -hmm. in person. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think the pictures don't quite, quite show you. Yeah. I noticed that the virtual, like these are fairly tall ceilings. The, 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 the the virtual thing makes, for some reason it looks like it's a shorter ceiling, Mm -hmm. but no. It's beautiful. It's amazing. There's a lot. What two? What you can up up to six hundred people. Well, can, so technically, the biggest event we hold is five hundred. They 500. cap it. It's oh, a corporate wow. event that we do. Um, I'll forever remember it as the day of the shutdown because mm-hmm. it, we had we got to have it last year. March fifteenth. Yeah, it was March thirteenth okay. or March. Um, it was March twelfth. Oh wow! So and then right. Yeah. Yes. It like that. The buzz that night was good old we're days. shutting down, and yeah. I'm like, oh, good thing everybody's here right now. Right. Um. Yeah. The good old days. <laughs> um. That's the biggest event that we do. In for weddings, I like to say four hundred, mm-hmm. just so we don't have to like move tables off the dance floor or something. We still have the space. Right. But I think a good wedding is three hundred or less, just so you can enjoy it and enjoy your people. Because it's hard to have so many conversations. 
Yeah. Like if, if you have more than that, it's just, I mean, it's great. We've done, Yeah. it can be a great time, but I think it, again, it goes back to that, you know, we've done 25. I didn't, I never realized it, but this past year you can have a 25 person wedding. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you wouldn't believe it, but dance, people are dancing all night yeah. and they're so into it. Yeah. And, and people are so, you know, it's just, a, it's a different feel. Yeah. And we have a small banquet room downstairs, um, right in the golf course area. Really? And I do a lot of my rehearsal dinners down there, a showers, and I've done small weddings and the room in the paperwork says a hundred, but I like to say 80 or less, mm-hmm. but some of my most fun weddings are those small ones with 50 people downstairs. It's a small group. They're more laid back. There's more flexibility in it. Yeah. Just more enjoyable. It, not that I would ever like a big wedding. I had a big wedding. Like it's a lot, but there, you don't get to talk to everybody and you don't get to acknowledge. And then you spend a lot of it. time trying to talk to everybody too. Yeah. So. And you don't get to enjoy it as much. Yep. So those smaller numbers definitely are more intimate. intimate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and yeah, I think that, and I think that just, it just, what it should do is just open people's minds up to the possibilities, yeah. exactly. you know, don't feel pigeonholed. Like it has to be this way because this is the way it's always been. Yep. Hey, it's 2021. Yeah. Roll with it. And, uh, right. you know, it, but Hey, this is, this has been a lot of fun. I could talk to you all day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, uh, tune in next time and, yeah. uh, we'll see you on the Michigan wedding podcast real soon. Bye guys. Bye. Guys. Bye. <laughs>